we know that this is a theme in our marriage where my feelings cause feelings in you and then your feelings trump my feelings. Right, that's really true. That that happens probably 99% of the time. And maybe even 99.5% of the time. <laughs> I will wholeheartedly admit that. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, <laughs> nothing like a truck revving its engine right in the middle of your intro. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're making a podcast here. And I can't even finish it because we're stuck in traffic <laughs> and the truck is right next to us. Aye, aye, aye. Just leave it. That's okay. Let it be over it. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode... When a husband's disappointment feels like anger. Yeah, that'll be it. That's perfect. And now we're past the truck, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to see how this one goes today. Because right now we are on I-5 North, trying to get through traffic in Portland here on our way up to... Seattle. Seattle. Why are we going to Seattle? Uh, because I am doing a tougher mutter, which is a competitive version of the tough mutter in Seattle. How excited are you? Oh my goodness, I am so so excited. Um, I'm so excited that I feel nervous and anxious. It is a weird, crazy feeling inside, but I know that those sensations are actually just excitement, and um, yeah. It should be fun. And in the car with us is our son, Isaac. Isaac, say hi. Shalom. <laughs> Shalom? When did you become Jewish? <laughs> or German. Holy crap. Yes, we're on our way to do a uh, Tougher Mudder for you. We're going to be three days or two days in Seattle, but we're not going to talk at all about your Tough Mudder today. Okay. Instead, we're going to talk about beef jerky. About beef jerky. Oh, my goodness. Yes, beef jerky is the topic today because I was hoping for some beef jerky for our trip today. And so you got up and started to, you marinated the beef jerky last night and then you threw it into the smoker early this morning um, as we were getting ready to leave the house. Yeah. And a few hours later, we go out to the smoker and... Instead of being done, it was mostly all burnt it was charcoal not all of it but most of it was yes yeah and how would you describe my response um your response was absolute and complete disappointment and you did this <sighs> how'd it go <sighs> a huge huge sigh and what else about my behavior um, I, how did you perceive my behavior? Mad at me. Tell me more about that. Well, yeah, that big heavy sigh is, is a big indication that you're disappointed and which says I've done something wrong. And, um, it just felt like you were mad at me. Like I had ruined your whole entire existence in the moment. 
my whole entire existence? Yeah, because it felt like then you were stomping around and and every tray I'd bring out, just more heavy size and and I just it was really uncomfortable. And how and how did it make you feel? Describe what was going on inside you when my disappointment was coming across as anger. Well, I was trying to figure out how to fix it and make you stop feeling that way. And uh, and and the the wheels in my mind started going you did something wrong, you're terrible. Um and how do you how do I make this all go away? And are you able to uncharcoalize beef jerky? No, but I did try to tell you, well, look, these ones aren't burnt. <laughs> and um it, yeah, and these I one, these ones are less these ones are less burnt. Well, they you could still see the red in them. <laughs> okay. So so I had to I had to just go, I didn't have any control over the beef jerky. It should not, in the at the settings that I had it, it should not have been burnt like that. I did try to tell you that, but mostly to get you to stop feeling the way you were feeling. But I also had other things I had to do, so I had to just get that stuff out and move on and let you feel what you were feeling. And while I was doing um, some work, that I needed to get done this morning, I realized, okay, I feel better. I'm out of that situation. Now I can go tell my husband, I'm sorry that you're disappointed that the beef jerky got burnt. I know you were looking forward to that. How hard is it for you to get into that empathetic state where you allow me to have my disappointed feelings, which come out as frustration. I totally understand that they come out as frustration because I was frustrated. But how hard is it for you to get into that empathetic state when you, when your brain is going, he's mad at me, or I'm in trouble, or I didn't do anything wrong, and so why is he mad at me? Right. Um, usually it takes me a long time. Most of the time I, I, I have a really hard time even getting there at all. I was able to get out of the situation, not to get out of it, to run away from it, but I just had things that I needed to get done. I was able to, normally I just, uh, I have a really difficult time uh, getting into that empathetic space um, because my my fear and worry about having done something wrong or you being mad at me or whatever gets in the way. Um, but this time I, I had work that I needed to get done so that I could finish packing up. I just had things that I need to finish. So I was out of the situation um, long enough, well, and it wasn't even really that long, but I was out of the situation for enough time that my brain didn't go into overdrive of worry about my own self and that uh, survival brain kick in for me. And I was able to get into that empathetic place and go, uh, he's not mad at me. I didn't do anything wrong. He's just disappointed because he really, really, really wanted beef jerky homemade beef jerky and the last batch that I made was amazing so it really sucks that this one turned out so terrible did I treat you poorly I mean did I yell at you was I accusing you was I blaming you was there anything overt that I was doing that was that was actually directed towards you 
no, you didn't yell at me. It was really just that big, heavy sigh and maybe an are you kidding me or there was something, but I don't know what it was. But no, you didn't treat me poorly. You weren't obnoxious or rude or any of those things. One of the hardest things in our story, in our relationship is when I have strong feelings and then my strong feelings cause you to have feelings, right? Yeah, I don't like that. And again, my behavior isn't bad. I wasn't doing anything wrong or disrespectful or attacking or hurtful towards you directly, but my feelings were strong. Right. My frustration was strong. My disappointment was strong. And what do you think would have been something that would have actually been comforting to me or validating to me while I was still frustrated, angry, huffy, all those things? I knew you were going to ask me that question. <laughs> oh, come on. Now I have to tell how I didn't do it right. <laughs> No, no, it's not about not doing it right because you, you were fine, but we know that this is a theme in our marriage where my feelings cause feelings in you and then your feelings trump my feelings. Right. That's really true. That, that happens probably 99% of the time and maybe even 99.5% of the time. <laughs> I will wholeheartedly admit that. So, um, and I don't think you're the only woman who struggles with this. I think this is probably a gender thing where when men have strong feelings, it typically comes out in some version of anger or frustration. And that frustration and anger ends up putting women into a very defensive, um, guarded survival posture. So I don't think we're the only ones who struggle with this. Lots of other couples, I think, struggle with this. and. I would love for us to figure it out and work through it and you know we might just let other people listen in while we do it yeah I think and that's very true that's very very true I think probably the best thing that I could have done right away is just say oh man I can see that you are really disappointed um, I, I probably could have even said it feels like you're huffing is mad at me, but I know you're not mad at me. You're just really disappointed. And just say, yeah, oh, I'm so sorry about that the, the beef jerky didn't turn out the way it was supposed to. That would have been a good start because I could feel you responding to me. I felt you get very short and very shut down and very guarded. You got quiet. You, you got the beef jerky out of the smoker. You got it out of the counter and then you booked it. You left. You just got out of the kitchen and away from me. And, and I was wondering, all right, is this going to ruin our prep time to get out of town here? Is it going to ruin or taint our, our, our trip up to Seattle, a three-hour car drive? I'm, I was actually kind of gearing up and preparing for some level of conflict between you and me because of this. Huh, that's really interesting because I didn't actually realize that I had come across as booking it out of there just to get out of the situation. That wasn't... I don't think that was on my mind. It was just, I, there's nothing I can do about this. So let me just keep moving on and get the things done that I need to get done. Yeah, that that might be true. Just your, your behavior came across that way. I perceived it as that way. But if your mentality was just move on while your husband is all bummed and frustrated and disappointed, that's probably not the best time to move on. That makes perfect sense. I, I don't... I don't think the words move on were in my mind. No. 
Um, but yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And probably the thing I would want to put in all of this is it probably took me 20 minutes for that initial frustration, disappointment, and anger, that intensity that I know I was feeling. I know that I was huffing and I know that I was, I was in that state of mind. And it took about 20 minutes for the chemicals to kind of flush through my, my neural system, my brain, and for me to come back to the, okay, it's just, it's just beef jerky and I'll be fine and we're going to have a good day. And for me to kind of come back to that softer position. And that's important for men to do when even in their strong feelings is they need to work through their their state of mind, which does come across as pretty harsh or intense or hurtful towards people who are around them. Even if they're not blaming them, I don't want you to be collateral damage. I don't want the kids to be collateral damage. I, would, I don't want to go around kicking the dog because I am mad about beef jerky. Just there's even a time factor there of I need to allow for about 20 minutes to to say okay I gotta go go take care of myself in some way. Yeah, I'm really sorry that you had to worry that that was gonna ruin our day. I I, I guess from past experience that would make perfect sense, um, but but it it never even occurred to me that that was gonna be a a, a day ruiner. It it. So I guess in, in some aspects, that means that I'm growing because that could have, for me, that yeah. could have even been just like, oh, totally ruined. I, I messed up. I totally ruined everything. And now we're going to have a rotten day that never even crossed my mind. So yay for me, as far as just how I was able to handle it and respond. And I'm sorry that I didn't quite get it for how what you needed or what you wanted or what would have helped you move through that faster as well and how did what did we do to get it kind of just uh closure on this issue what did we do oh well i found you and told you i was sorry that you were so disappointed and then we hugged and hugs are always great at that point because then you can just instead of having that big heavy huffy sigh you can just have this relaxation sigh that and connect into one another yeah we we reconnected again conflict like this little little moments of stress or strife between a husband and a wife need to get reconnected you can't just let it be swept under the rug or assume it's going to be okay there has to be an intentional experience a moment where you say hey Let's get connected again. And we did that in the kitchen, leaning against the counter. You know, you just came up and gave me a hug. And after 30 seconds, we were good. We're okay. We're reconnected. And we're having a great day, a good trip up to Seattle. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sitting here still feeling a little baffled about that. How, how did I miss that you would be worried that the whole day was ruined? I... I just, I think that's just interesting. You want to, you want to know how the story plays out in my head? Yeah. I expected you to come back in and say, you've hurt my feelings. You are, you are mad at me because you, I burned the, the beef jerky and you're not treating me right. And you would be focused on your feelings and what I had done wrong to hurt your feelings. And I was geared up. My defensive brain was already running scripts, which says, oh yeah, why am I not allowed to have hurt feelings? Why am I not allowed to be disappointed and frustrated? Because I haven't done anything wrong to you. I just 
I was expressing my frustration and disappointment, and now you're telling me I need to take care of you. I was geared up. My defensive brain was kicked in because of this whole thing. And again, you and I know this happens. You and I are aware of survival brain and defensive things, right. and, and it happens automatically. It, it just gets triggered. And I think for hundreds or thousands of couples, this could have ended up in a huge fight, which could have ruined whatever experiences or plans they have scheduled for the rest of the day because I was geared up for it and I teach this stuff all day long. Right. So hearing that, hearing that, what what stirs inside you? No, that that makes perfect sense and oddly um hearing that, I actually was smiling because it just felt really good to know that I didn't go there. That that I didn't I had already after I was dumping the the teriyaki or the beef jerky onto the counter, I realized there's nothing that I can do to fix this, change this. And Paul has his feelings, but I, I guess I had already moved to the. I guess maybe when I say move on or keep keep going, yeah. I had already moved out of that. Yeah. Uh, being afraid that you, you that being afraid that I had done something wrong. Yeah to, oh, it's just Paul's feelings. There's nothing I can do about it. Now, that's probably where I could make the shift of from there's nothing I can do about it to that getting to empathy faster. So, um, but yeah, hearing you say what your process was, which is legitimate to feel because that's oftentimes what happens. And hearing you talk about that and going, I didn't do that this time. Yay, that that feels good. Like I, I'm making progress. I'm growing. So so to me that's I I felt good about that. There is some growth in you. I mean that has been our pattern for twenty-eight years. And you and I are both changing. You and I this isn't just you changing. We are trying to make our marriage better and not respond out of our defensive brain and our survival brain and not treat each other poorly. And so if we can do it, and we're not the smartest people on the planet, I mean, if if we can do it, then we know other couples can learn how to do this as well. That they can become aware of their state, they can become aware of what's going on, they can be, become aware of the other person's state, and then step into that place where they can they can meet the needs of their spouse when someone is in a a compromised or hurt or frustrated or disappointed or a strong emotional state. That, that takes courage and self-awareness and, and practice. Right. So, anyway, I thought that would be a fun thing to probably cover this morning while we are fighting traffic. It's and it's and it's still fresh in our minds. Yeah, but it's 1230 here and we've got a ton of traffic on the freeway. What the heck is going on, Portland? <laughs> Come on. So, anyway, that was fun. That was a good one. If um, you're listening to this one uh, and you're going, yes, boy, man, that sounds exactly like what happened in our kitchen you know, two days ago, and you're going, how do we change this? How do we get into some of this mindset? And what are some of these principles and some of these things that they're talking about? Um, you can actually go to securemarriage.com. You can actually take a quiz on our website and it will help you kind of evaluate um, where your strengths and weaknesses are on the six parts of the Secure Marriage Framework. And then if you want to actually learn some of this, you can actually enroll for our online workshop. It's uh, it's five or six hours of lots of uh, short videos that teach you all of these skills 
skills, which will give you guys, uh, you and your husband or you and your wife, shared language to talk about this stuff so that so that beef jerky doesn't ruin a weekend <laughs> trip together. Because there's nothing worse than beef jerky throwing you under the bus. So anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We will see you next time. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.